Winter is officially here. Welcome to Pocono Mountains Podcast, Season 2, Episode 30. I'm Jim Hamill. With winter's arrival and the winter solstice, we are now fully into ski and snowboard season in the Poconos. Millions of dollars have been pumped into six resorts all across the region, including seven, count them, seven new chairlifts that are game changers for four of those resorts. We chat about the new upgrades at the various resorts with some of the folks who are helping to run the operations, which are all now open for the season. More from them in a bit. The Poconos is a year-round destination for millions, with 2,400 square miles of mountains, forests, lakes, and rivers. With historic downtowns and iconic family resorts, it's the perfect getaway. You can always find out more on PoconoMountains.com or watch PTN, the Pocono Television Network, streaming live 24-7. Thanks for listening to Pocono Mountains Podcast. We'll have a new episode each week highlighting lots of the fun things you can experience while you're visiting the Poconos. Subscribe and leave a review and or comment on whatever platform you listen. Now back to the episode. We are seeing a tidal wave of investment in our Pocono ski resorts, and just at the time when more and more people are choosing to learn to ski and revisit the sport across our four counties. Jack Frost and Big Boulder are celebrating 50 and 75 years in business, respectively, with five new lifts between them. Not to be outdone, Camelback and Blue Mountain both invested in high-speed lifts to get guests up the mountains faster and in a more comfortable way. We'll start with Camelback and then hear from Jack Frost Big Boulder 2 on this episode, the return of ski season in the Poconos. Enjoy. Hey everyone, it's Jim Hamill here on Pocono Mountains Podcast and we are coming at you from Camelback Mountain here in Tandersville. This place brings thousands upon thousands of people every year throughout the four seasons but now we're talking winter sports skiing and snowboarding and snow tubing this place has a huge uh, snow tube park and it has an amazing new addition here at the ski mountain molly coney beer is here to talk to us about it she's the director of marketing here what are you sitting on right now this thing's monstrous and amazing this thing is amazing and this is the first time i ever sat on it so it feels weird i feel <laughs> underdressed for the occasion but um this is the new chairlift here at camelback this is the black bear six i mean it's an upgrade it's a huge upgrade and you know some people might say this is a little bit overkill but hey why not <laughs> um it's a six person chairlift high speed mm -hmm. it's over 2600 feet from bottom to top top to bottom and your chairlift ride up the mountain it will be a little bit under three minutes wow. which is crazy yeah because i mean look at the uh the way in which you want to get people up to the top of the mountain so they're skiing more on your amazing terrain here you guys have how many trails that you guys expect to have open for you know part of the season once we get going yeah i mean full mountain we're at 39 slopes and trails uh, it will take some time to get to there of course weather temperatures snow making um but once we are fully up and running this this will be open you know opening day for sure this is one of our main lifts yeah and it means more skiers up the mountain faster less lines and more skiing more fun so that's more bang for your buck too if absolutely you're coming up here. Yeah. yeah so i just saw what are you guys selling uh tickets to like the 
You get like a three-day pass for one ticket or something like that, yeah, right? Yeah, the triple ticket is yeah. an amazing bargain. You're talking about a bang for your buck. You really can't beat it. Um, triple ticket is three tickets, one purchase, three tickets, no blackout dates, and you can use them whenever you want for $189. Wow. And lift tickets are pricey, skiing is a pricey sport, but with that triple ticket, it makes it super obtainable to get people on the mountain. That's awesome. So with the new lift, you have some other new things too. You've uh, delivered some more snowmaking abilities at your far this reaching uh, trail, right? Um, another huge upgrade this season is the full snow automation on Nile Mile, which is our longest trail here at Camelback. Um, our, our team put in a couple thousand feet of pipeline underground, so now snowmaking over there is completely automated. Yeah, I mean, because you guys can do that with precision now, right? Like once the temperatures dip low enough and the humidity is just fine, you can really kind of like set it and somewhat forget it. I mean, you monitor it <laughs> to make sure everything's going well, but at the same time, it's like so technologically advanced. It is so technologically advanced and it's it's a little bit of sorcery in our team. I mean, they have it mastered. They have, you know, state-of-the-art equipment. This automation makes it really easier for us to just keep making snow whenever temperatures do allow. And so we can create, you know, the perfect experience for our guests during the winter and again back to that experience for the guests they are going to be able to ride in style these chairlifts you know the black bear six have some canopy action going on yeah. too so it's going to provide you with a little bit of wind shear comfort right absolutely this is what we call i don't know if there's a more technical term but a bubble lift right <laughs> um so you're able to whenever you put your safety bar down a little bubble comes down and will protect you from wind i mean we get rain here in the winter unfortunately yeah. sometimes and keeps you nice and cozy for your less than three minute chair ride up the mountain man oh man so that's a significant upgrade i mean you can't really think of many other upgrades other than maybe the the snow guns that you guys did in the last couple of years too you have the rfids that are relatively new since covid too and that kind of provides people the the touchless the the you know no tickets needed it can kind of like scan you right through to these lifts and get you up on the mountain and going um and the last thing is a snow groomer brand, brand new for the new year brand new we have another one to add to the fleet coming any day now i think we're just waiting for it and, and um i'm sure you'll see that on social media and stuff new shiny before it gets covered in snow and dust all winter and works real hard and i mean because we're going to break down like all the ski resorts but you guys are probably the most unique from the standpoint of yes you have skiing and snowboarding here on all these trails you have the snow tube park which is a monster too like a lot of people come out for that right like that that gets jam-packed yeah it's kind of crazy for me i mean as a lifelong skier i don't i've never been snow tubing in my life <laughs> and it's here at camelback it's huge and some people they travel from all over just to come check out our snow tubing park but it is pretty spectacular yeah. you know you can snow tube during the day but even at night there's all kinds of crazy lights and we refer to it as galactic snow tubing mm -hmm. and there's fire pits there's good food good drinks it really it's it's fun it's a lot of fun for sure yeah your opera ski is a pretty big element here too people can come and stay or just at least kind of like plan their visit around really like a you know food drink family fun and obviously like top-notch uh, amenities like this that you're sitting on. Yeah, it's, it's, it's super, Camelback is so unique for that reason alone. You know, you can come stay at Camelback, ski all day, you can snow tube at night, you can ski at night as well. And then go over to, we have an indoor water park if you just right. wanna relax in a hot tub after, after you ski and then grab a drink at Trails End or Thirsty Camel. I mean, it is all encompassing, a one-stop shop for winter fun. I thought that was pretty good. Anything else you want to add for us here, Molly? I mean, you, you've really got the, the understanding of just how pivotal a year this is to have a new chairlift, 
to have the ability to, you know, make snow out on Nile Mile. This is, this is really kind of up in the game a lot, isn't it? It definitely does. And, you know, in the ski industry, you have to keep up. And it's important to constantly make these upgrades. And Camelback does it year after year after year. You know, this isn't something small like a, a couple new picnic tables or like a new lamppost somewhere or five new snow guns. These are huge upgrades to the mountain. And Camelback does it constantly, year after year. I think, you know, it adds some value to our season pass and takes yeah. care of our season pass holders and our locals. And, you know, we're, we're trying to make this place as great as it can be. And year after year, huge upgrades make that possible. Well, we at PTN are very stoked for you guys. Looking forward to coming on out here and experiencing the new Black Bear 6 lift here with the canopy and and all the coziness that goes along with that thank you again for joining us on pocono mountains podcast and uh where can people find you guys online if they want to uh you know check out what's going on with the latest yeah. snow conditions and everything else camelbackresort.com you can follow us on instagram and facebook at ski camelback i mean just if you look anywhere on the internet you'll find us i'm sure <laughs> molly coney beer thank you again for joining us Absolutely. and uh, we'll see you out here on the slopes nice thank you thank you Hey everyone, it's Jim Hamill and I am layered up, thank goodness, here on top of Jack Frost Mountain. This is the beginning of ski season. You can sense it in the air. It's freezing cold. The wind is adding wind chill factor of minus something right now. At least that's what my bones feel like. And I'm here with the general manager of Jack Frost Big Boulder, Trent Poole. Thanks for joining us here on Pocono Mountains Podcast. You guys are excited for the season for a lot of different reasons, aren't you? Yeah, no, I'm loving the temperatures right now. And yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, man, uh, talk to me. This has undergone a huge transformation for these mountains here, the sister mountains, if you will. You've got Jack Frost, three new chairlifts, Big Boulder, two new chairlifts, all within a matter of how much time? Five months. So, <laughs> yeah, we started construction on July 8th, and since then we've been, you know, kind of like going as fast as we can to make sure we can produce all five lifts before it's time to open for the 22-23 season. And I mean, these, these lifts are going to be really a huge upgrade for everybody who knows and loves to come to this mountain to ski and snowboard. What do they provide skiers and snowboarders with? So first, it's going to completely be a game changer when it comes to the skiing and riding experience. So not only are we building the five lifts, we're actually changing some of the alignment on some of these lifts so you can have an easier skiing and riding experience across the board. Wow. So like, for instance, yeah. like we're sitting here at ENF lift and we're going to call this lift Pocono. Mm -hmm. And here at the Pocono lift, we kind of went in between what was the old E lift and the old F lift. Uh -huh. So now what does that do for us? It gives you the ability to ski three beginner trails all day long with one central access point. So we did a little bit of that at Boulder too, changed both alignments. Um, and it's all for the skiing and riding experience and making it easy. And that's, I mean, relatively probably the case because Vale came in, new ownership, and has both mountains now and is really pumping a lot of money into upgrading the mountains for skiers and snowboarders. Because we could easily say for the last couple of years, skiing and snowboarding has seen such a huge resurgence or uptick in the number of people out here because of, you know, COVID and everything else. People just wanted to get outdoors. Yeah, we're thrilled. I mean, I think Vale Resorts, um, wherever we have resorts, um, it's significant investments year in and year out. So I'm not only excited about this transformational investment, I really think it's just the beginning of things to come. So, yeah. you know, look for us and, and 
off seasons of tomorrow um, and for years to come to, to reinvest in our uh, beautiful properties. So you're just saying you're getting started. That's yeah, it. <laughs> just getting started. Maybe not five lifts every single year, <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely improvements and looking for continuous improvement each and every year. That's great, man. And tell me, I mean, these are quads. So like these, these will get four at a time up the mountain to enjoy what you guys have here. How many trails here? Yep. 100%, yeah, these all five new lifts are, are quads. And, you know, what Jack Frost and Big Boulder was kind of known for before was, you know, doubles and maybe the occasional triple. So, you know, these Skytrack lifts, um, all five of them are the same uh, quads. And, you know, that's all for the idea of getting as many people up the hill as fast as possible yeah. so they can enjoy themselves as they go down the hill. Nice. 30 plus trails, right? Between the two places? Yeah, 30 plus trails between the new places. And, you know, one thing that we have this year, especially at the Big Boulder projects, is four new trails, oh. um, two of them being top to bottom trails. So that's something that we're excited for for the 22-23 season. And like we were just talking, now that the weather has shifted, it's going to be cold overnight. So you guys are going to fill those lines, you said even tonight possibly, and get ready to go to start making snow. Yeah, um, starting tonight, we're looking to fill our system and, you know, do a little pre-operational check. And yeah, we have some really good temps in the forecast. So we're excited about where we can go from here. And uh, yeah, come at the end of the week, uh, we might see some flakes flying. That's fantastic, man. Anything else that you want to let us know about, like what you got here as far as just the facilities go? I mean, it does seem like you guys are really kind of like making this a little bit more comfortable for everybody too, to enjoy both on the mountain and off the mountain. No, oh, sure. Uh, yeah, not just the five lips, right? Like that's a, that's a huge transformational investment. Um, and, you know, as you go inside the Jack Frost Mountain Lodge, you're going to see a little bit of an upgrade to our retail facility this year um, it's a bigger more centralized storefront for folks to get gloves and things of needs or if you want to look good for the season um, we have we have that for you um, the next one that we're um, excited about is the rental facility so we've upgraded and kind of helped with the flow in rental to get as many people through that um, process as fast as possible and get them onto the hill so they can enjoy themselves you know over a big boulder um, we're reactivating what we're now going to call the Incline Lodge, which was formerly the Big Boulder Park Lodge. Oh, yeah. And that um, that building is going to be kind of like a snow beach this year. So people can enjoy themselves outside on the deck. Um, and, you know, whether you're a race team or a freestyle rider, just there to enjoy the day, like it's going to have a little something for everybody. So, yeah, we're excited about, in addition to the lifts, those projects. That's amazing, man. So really just a 2022, 2023 whole new flavor here for these mountains. It's gotta be pretty exciting. Yeah, no, we're excited, you know, you know, starting tonight, like yeah. it, it begins. So, you know, like I look from a staffing perspective and staffing is trending extremely well here right now. So Good. more folks to kind of make the experience easy for our guests. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to share in our 50th anniversary at, at Jack Frost Mountain, yeah and our 75th anniversary at Big Boulder Mountain. It's nice to have those on, on you know, shared experiences yeah. on the same year, but um, to share that with primarily the employees that have been here for years and years and years, and then our guests that have been loyal to us for years and years and years. So yeah, we're excited about everything, but it's, yeah, it kind of starts, starts this week. Pretty big milestones for a fresh new year of skiing and snowboarding here at Jack Frost Big Boulder. Trent Poole, you got five new chairlifts. I'm sure you can't wait to see them in action. Thanks for joining us here on Pocono Mountains Podcast. I hope you guys have an amazing season. Yeah, thank you. 
Jack Frost and Big Boulder Vale Resorts making big investments in those historic mountains. And the new owners of Camelback and Blue Mountain are doing the same at each with new high-speed lifts. Go check them out. And also Shawnee and Ski Big Bear, which have both added new and expanded snowmaking to make the most of the winter cold. If you want to learn to ski and board, the Pocono Mountains has it all. Our ski resorts have the latest ski and snowboard rentals. Plus, the instructors are top notch. But if you like to enjoy food, drinks, and skiing, our resorts will make your trip one to remember. Now is the time for you and your family to learn to ski. Go to PoconoSki.com. We're back. Thanks for listening to Pocono Mountains Podcast. I'm Jim Hamill. Poconos has a long history of skiing, but even farther back is the story of ice harvesting on lakes and ponds throughout the area. Brianna and Tom, our videographer, bring us this story from the frigid cold winter season at Tobyhanna State Park. The clean, pristine waters here in the Pocono Mountains were perfect for a booming industry from the late 1800s to the early 1900s. Ice was harvested in mass from local lakes, then shipped to major metropolitan areas such as New York City and Philadelphia so people could keep their food and drinks cold. While that industry no longer exists thanks to the invention of refrigeration, there is a family with help from friends and the Coolbaugh Township Historical Association working to keep history alive every year by holding an event on one of the very lakes here in Monroe County used for ice harvesting. Mill Pond number one is the name of the lake because it was a mill pond for the lumber industry. Back in the mid-1850s, there was a sawmill along this lake and they timbered off the area upstream from here and floated down to this lake to, uh, to mill it in the sawmill. The area was all lumbered off in the uh, late 1800s and the uh, Pocono Mountain Ice Company leased the lake from the Tobyhanna Lehigh Lumber Company to harvest ice. They built a small ice house here, 1896, used that for a few years, then they built a larger ice house in 1907. That ice house was 500 feet long, 100 feet wide, and 50 feet high. It holds 60,000 tons of ice, and that was a major operation here. They used it for many years until it burnt down in uh, 1938. Yeah, ice harvesting in uh, late 1800s, early 1900s, uh, there were at least 19 large-scale ice harvesting operations in Monroe County, uh, all the way down from Sailors Lake all the way up to uh, Gooseboro. And at one point, it was said to be one of the largest industries in Monroe County. Ice was uh, cut off these lakes and then shipped by railroad car to metropolitan area of New York City and uh, distributed by the ice man to the people who had ice boxes in their kitchen to keep the food cold. For the ice box, it only lasts about a day or two, depending upon how the outside temperature or how often it was open. So the ice man was pretty busy delivering ice to the, to the ice boxes. During the height of the harvest, there'd be over 100 men in each ice harvest operation uh, during the wintertime. Then in the summertime, they had a smaller crew of 12 or 15 men who would move the ice from the ice house, put it in the boxcars for shipment to the cities. The invention of the uh, electric refrigerator in the 1930s was the beginning of the end for the natural ice industry. So there was uh, pockets of the ice industry still active until the early 1950s. Uh, in Gooseboro, 
and Warnertown, two ice houses near here. And the demand for that ice was for cooling boxcars, uh, for shipping uh, perishable items. They had compartments in the end of the boxcar, and they would put this natural ice into the end of the boxcar and keep the, the food cool. All the ice houses would soon shut down in the early 1950s. The tools became artifacts. Then in 1993, Bill Leonard's dad had the idea to create an ice festival during Coolbaugh Township's bicentennial celebration the following year. Well, my dad had been collecting ice tools for many years. Actually, when he was a boy, he worked in the ice industry. My dad decided to uh, build an ice house and reenact the ice harvest with the tools he had been collecting. Uh, unfortunately, my dad died of a heart attack in October of 93. He had the house completed, but not the ramp. So we continued, my brother, sister, and I, and friends and relatives continued uh, building the ramp. And we had the first ice harvest in uh, February of 1994 as part of the Kuba Township Bicentennial Celebration. The ice was 24 inches thick that day, and we've been doing it every year since. The Kuba Township Historical Association has partnered with us to sponsor the ice harvest, and they help us out with the financial end of it. People come from miles around. There's a core of about 30 or 40 people who uh, parents, grandparents had worked in the ice industry, and they just come back year after year and, and help out. So we currently harvest on the last Saturday of January, conditions permitting, and uh, put about uh, 40 or 50 tons of ice in the ice house, and people use it for picnics all summer long. Our sportsman club used the last ice this year on uh, August 28th. And this ice house will only fit, hold 50 tons, and that would be the, the size that some resorts would have. I know Pocono Manor had a nice house, Skytop had a nice house. That would be the size they'd use for the uh, smaller resorts type things. When we started off <laughs> harvesting ice, we figured, you know, we'll do it for a few years. And you know, every year somebody comes up to us and said, boy, this is a really good thing. Why you, this, is, this, is, this is really great. They bring their kids back every year, so <laughs> it uh, just keeps us going, you know. <laughs> The annual ice harvest here at Mill Pond Number no. 1 is held the last Saturday in January, weather dependent, and it's free for the public to come out and watch. For the Pocono Television Network, I'm Brianna Struck. Ski season is back, and so is winter, with a rich history of making things cool. Don't forget to head to PoconoSki.com for all that you need to know for hitting the slopes this season. Plus, there's a whole new program, Ski Text, at three of those mountains, Shawnee, Blue Mountain, and Ski Big Bear, which will, we'll have a little bit more info on that on the next Pocono Mountains magazine, premiering in January 2023. We hope you enjoyed Pocono Mountains podcast. Please remember to subscribe anywhere podcasts are available. Come visit us in the Pocono Mountains. Plan your trip today. Mm -hmm.